myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Dashing down the hills, watching all the deals. What'll happen next? Otani stacks the deck. Oh, the winter meeting set the tone. That's where the bulk of deals are done. The weather's getting cold, but the hot stove's heating up. Oh, hot stove fun, hot stove fun, hot stove's really fun. Can't wait to see what's around the bend, because hot stove's really fun. And the tigers are doing nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It's me, Michael, and with me, as always, S-Man. What up? Steve Ford. How's it going, man? Going. Good. In that festive holiday spirit after that one, right? Yeah, man. That was straight yep. Christmas. So we're not even December 1st yet. Yeah, well, get ready. Like, I, like I've been saying, I've been building this up the last few shows. It's going to be a Christmassy time. You know what? I even stretch Christmas into January and February. There's so many Christmas carols out there. I can just uh just keep it keep it going. Keep yeah. that Christmas, keep that Christmas train of chug, chug, chugging along. That's a good time of year though, man. I mean, this is, it like is. the fun shit. It is. I've I've started doing my shopping for Gemma at least. Well, you, you got know? your you got your tree up as well. You got Trees your up. Yep. You got your tree up. You got your all decorated. Did you get lights on the outside of that house yet? Uh, yeah, so I uh, Clark Griswolded it and uh, got some lights up on the. Uh, I got up on the gutters and put some clips up and got some of those bigger bulbs for outside. Mm. So eventually, I'd like to go all the way around the house, but right now it's just on the front. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, so like next pretty... year will be like a little bit more. And I'll then... keep building. Yeah, so my plan usually is uh, hit up the stores after Christmas for clearance stuff, and then I'll get that stuff for the next year's uh, to build on uh, build on of this year. So just. Keep uh keep keep going with it. I don't like to buy stuff at full price, so uh, yeah, for the uh, the sales here at the end of the season to add on for twenty twenty four. Yeah, speaking of you, you just were talking about like a crossover where the needed you had the teenage Mutant ninja turtles and the Stranger Things. Yeah, so uh, uh, it's you know so I think there were Cyber Mondays yesterday, and yes. uh, so a lot of the deals online. So I bought those those crossover figures from stranger things and teenage mutant ninja turtles pretty dope figures so you got mm. you know two ninja turtles and uh, uh two stranger things characters in one box and you could change the box and have stranger things on the top then flip it over as ninja turtles it's a really r- cool concept really cool setup so i paid full price for them a few months back well now with the cyber deals this week at target they're all 50 percent off damn i wish you like knew ahead of time what stuff was going to be right Right. Because it's just I, I did that for Cyber Monday and Black Friday where you just it's kind of like a it's like they just close their uh, they close their eyes and throw a dart. Say, All right. This one's going to be on sale. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did get some good stuff for Gemma for Christmas, though, thanks to the uh, buying online as opposed to buying in store. You know, it's one of those if you buy it online, I you know, save like 20 something bucks. I'm like, yeah, yes, please. You know, with free shipping. it's uh, I'm all about that. So there we go. I got some stuff. There was one thing that she really wanted, but it was sold out. Uh, it was a Black Friday deal, and it was sold out online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, clicked the thing of uh, "let me know when it's back in stock," and they let me know that's back in stock right when it's back up to full price. Wow! <laughs> I'm of like course, hard pass on that one. Of yeah. course. Uh huh. I'm like, Damn, yeah, dude. that's not going to happen. So, oh well. Yeah. Well, as we're buying, you're buying gifts, right? Yep. I mean, everybody's in the holiday spirit and just kind of like in the mix of your tone with with yep. hot stove, with winter meetings underway, coming underway. Yep. Uh, people, I mean, free agent signings are happening all over happening. right now. I mean, it's it's the little stuff, but uh, every day or every week, it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, we already talked about Aaron Nola last week, easily signing with yeah. the Phillies. That was kind of a no-brain move there. Yep. I'd say yep. the one of the maybe the second biggest was probably Sonny Gray going to St. Louis, which, by the way, when I was making the rundown, because I actually made it last week because I knew this was when we do our free agent prediction shows yeah. around yeah. this time of year. I actually had in my original prediction Sonny Gray going to the Cardinals. And then yeah, once he no. did, I was like, well, I got to take that out of the show because oh, I already, yeah, I was like, yeah, damn, it already happened. Man. I mean, he, they needed somebody like him, which made sense. And then, mm-hmm. and then what it's from what I've seen, Sonny Gray is not with Minnesota anymore. Kent Maeda ends up signing with Detroit. <laughs> Emilio Pagan, right. which is one of the top relievers in the market, 
leaves Minnesota as well. Man. He goes for Cincinnati, which makes him Cincinnati's highest paid player because most of them no, are just really on their rookie right. deals. Yeah, no. yeah, and he's making like 14, 15 a year. Wow. And he's like their highest paid player right now. So Minnesota but what is I was getting depleted, huh? That's what kind of what I was getting at. Like they're I don't know exactly what they're trying to do, but it seems they just said fuck our pitching because I know yeah. Ober is there, you know, they got Bailey Ober and they got some of the other ones, right? But I I, I thought these were kind of weird moves just because I mean Great. Kentai made it makes sense because he's been hurt for the majority of the time since he's been there. Yeah, I think but, he got hurt signing the uh, contract with the Tigers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we know that's going to end up being a an IL during oh, yeah. the season, probably before yeah. the season. Yeah. Keep the spot warm. He'll be there a lot. Oh, 100 percent. Right? I thought they rename it the instead of the IL. It's going to be the the Maeda. Yeah. Uh, for the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah. The Maeda. We'll call it the KM, the Kenta Maeda. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's on the Kenta Maeda. Eh? Or uh, they, no, they should honestly, it should be the e- EJ for Eloy Jimenez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, they should totally. Rename oh, he's on the, the EJ IL this week. Yep. Uh, uh, looks like. Uh, yeah. Looks like Matt Manning's back on the EJ. Huh? Right. Oh, back on the EJ. <laughs> well, all right. And then when you're um, on the EJ, it's kind of like when you're in a bigger bar or bigger restaurant, they have bathroom attendants oh, who man. give you candy, give you spritz, yep, towels, yep. or whatever. That will be mm-hmm. Eloy Jimenez. He'll be there to greet you into yeah, the He'll EJ. just be there. Hey, hey. Yeah. It'll be his house. His house is pretty much yeah. just where people go and hang out when they're on the, <laughs> yeah. uh, when they're injured. Yeah. So, I can totally hey. fucking see it, dude. I can oh, see man. it now. Gosh. But I mean, not uh, not a lot of big deals have happened. I think uh, a lot of everybody's kind of waiting to see where the market's going to set, yep. right? I mean, we have some of these smaller deals: the Ronaldo Lopez to Atlanta, the mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Gibson to St. Louis, which I thought was another good signing by St. Louis. I don't think they're done; they're still waiting for that ace because you don't. St. Louis is they knew they needed to fix so, their rotation, so, but I don't Saint, think what's that? St. Louis just like picking up washed up twins pictures <laughs> well to me i think i think they're loading their back end because yeah. there's no way these are front end guys i mean you could say no. maybe sunny gray but do you really believe he's getting he's into 30, exact 34 going on 35 okay yeah so and he just turned 34 i believe so he's kind of getting into his zach Granke years yeah <laughs> he's in the twilight here, right so. where you might get a few good seasons but you're not 100 percent sure you don't know if he's that dominant pitcher, I mean, mind you, he had a really good season with with Minnesota, and he's had good seasons in the past, of course, except the black guy the that Yankees. was the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, a lot of these are interesting. I mean, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, Sonny Ooh. Gray. I would just assume that's their three, four, and five guys, or their two, yeah. three, four guys. But five, two, three, four, five guys. But I don't. I, I would still consider them, which we'll get into our free agent predictions in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say They're they would light. definitely want to sniff out Yamamoto or yep. or uh, who Eduardo Rodriguez yes, or yep. right. I mean, one of those guys, even maybe a mm-hmm. Shoda Imang, uh, Imanaga, Imanaga yeah. or Marcus Stroman or Blake yep. Snell. I mean, there's mm-hmm. right. I mean, I would consider Top going the after them. Yeah. yeah and what? if you look at what they're spending on these pitchers, Steve, it's not really a lot. So. No. No, they're not. They're not breaking the bank because mm-hmm. you know they already got a whole lot of money tied up in Arenado and uh, Goldschmidt. So right, you know, right. So, but I, I could, you know, in in a Cardinals like move, I could see them snagging like a Blake Snell. I could uh, see that. Uh, you know, get someone I, just to solidify the top of that rotation. Yeah, I think it'd make know. a lot of sense too. I, I mm-hmm. think, and that's something obviously we'll talk about when we go into our predictions. But I honestly think the Cardinals are starting off exactly how they wanted to start off well, and that's so solving the biggest need that they have and it's pitching because Whoa. we both know michaelis wasn't going to be the guy <laughs> nope right nope. so and, and they Jordan, already Jordan Jordan, Montgomery. they yeah. traded him to texas yeah, yeah exactly in the, during the season so i knew they didn't want to re-sign him which yeah. is kind of smart because i think jordan montgomery is going to be one of the top arms getting uh, to get this off season but i don't i wouldn't want a reunion with the Cardinals, if I were him or the Cardinals, just because you kind of seen what he had. He didn't really do that. He was okay in spots, but he's right. proved that he might not be that kind of guy for you. Right. So yep. at that point, you're kind of looking for new blood. But I mean, we're just kicking it off before the show. You were talking about Soto, right? You're talking yeah, about Ron so Soto. News. I, I, I saw some uh, the alert come in my phone a couple hours ago that the uh, it sounds like the Yankees and Padres have exchanged names, you know, getting get the feel out of what's going to take to get. Uh, 
Soto. I didn't see what the names were, but I'm guessing it's got to be top level guys is my, uh, my, my guess. But yeah, we were basically talking you and I about how it, it we'd been saying it. The, the Padres can't afford everybody, right? Right. So they obviously let Blake Snell walk. They're letting Josh Hader go. And we knew it had to be someone. They've already invested the money in Machado and Tatis. Right. That uh, Soto is pretty much the odd man out here as far as on the offensive side. So uh, it's time for him to get paid. And it makes sense for him to go to the Yankees because the Yankees can pay. So Right. And I don't think I believed it a second when they said they were going to keep Juan Soto. Uh-uh. Especially no. when you were dropping news that, that they, they were dropped, borrowing $50 million, $50 million to, make dollars payroll. to make payroll. Exactly. <laughs> so it is, I, why would you keep them? I mean, this haul would have to be pretty good, I, especially for Juan Soto. I would say the Yankees could let go of Spencer Jones, who I think is a star in the making. I've been following this guy since he was in travel ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has been very, very good. I remember when he got, I think the Twins drafted him originally back in a few years ago and then he went back to school and then worked his way up from there but you would have to assume spencer jones and or jason dominguez is part of that deal dominguez, yep. Yep. dominguez would make sense i think austin wells they shouldn't let go because even though he's their eighth prospect he's ready to play for them now mm-hmm. he's ready yep. to go and i think he's gonna be a, kind of a good bat what they need but man if i were the padres i'd say Give me Spencer Jones or Jason Dominguez. I doubt they're going to let both of them go, but give me one of those guys. Give me a Trey Sweeney at shortstop. Yep. Yep. I think you could you could talk maybe a pitcher, Chase Hampton kind of mm. thing. I really think they could work with something there because right now the Yankees, they're just desperate. We already know that they're desperate, but the, the Padres hold all the cards here. Yep. Yep. I agree. And uh, just looking on CBS's site, it looks like uh, trade talks are intensifying for Dylan Cease uh, leaving the White Sox. Um, yeah, I did Dodgers see. And Braves are are in the mix of they could have contacted the you know White Sox about Cease. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Too. That's an interesting one, right? Because I thought Dylan Cease was the future of the White I Sox. Too. And I, I know too. he's had kind of a rough start to his career, but I think during the end of this year, because I believe you had him in fantasy. I did. He was. He, he was, was up kind and of down, but he was kind of figuring it out at the he end. Was figuring wasn't he? out near the end, yeah, yeah. Like he had a strong start to the season, like lights out, and then he hit a rough patch for a couple of months, and then he started figuring things out again. So, right. you know, it's been kind of kind of up and down for him. But you know, the important thing is how you not how you start, but how you finish. So, right. Um, and and it, what's this new regime want to do with the White Sox? Do exactly. they want to win sooner or later? Because you know you have Luis Robert, but you don't know mm-hmm. where your other guys lie, where where they lie. You kind of cut bait on a lot of guys last year, Jake Berger, some of those guys, yep. which indicated that you're going into a rebuild. But if you were to trade Dylan Cease, then to me, you're going full rebuild. Well, yep, yep. Because uh, you know, obviously, they made their their stance on Tim Anderson. He's out the door, and mm-hmm. you know, like you said, they've let go of some of their other players. So yeah, they uh. They let go of their top of the rotation guy. This is them putting up the white flag saying, all right, let the rebuild begin. Yeah. I mean, where thanks, would you thanks say? For, thanks for the memories. <laughs> I will remember. Yeah, the one playoff appearance. <laughs> uh, between the Braves and the Dodgers, where do you see him going? I can see him going to the Dodgers. Dodgers need pitching help really bad. I'm, I, I totally agree. Uh, but I think they're in a win now scenario. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. while Cease could be that guy don't get me wrong but he's gonna have to compete with bobby miller walker bueller obviously clayton's coming back in july i would say the braves just because the mapping is there for it unless they intend on signing a big arm like snell or Mm. one of eduardo rodriguez because Mm -hmm. the only reason i say that is because they have tons of they have tons of prospect capital i mean they're one two i'm looking at their prospect list right now they have seven. Their top seven prospects, Steve, are all right-handed pitchers, <laughs> and they're all ready to become uh, be in the major leagues within. So they year. got prospects to burn, huh? For yeah, well, and the signs were there because they traded Soroka, they yep. traded Kyle Wright, mm-hmm. which Annie and Anderson I think is gone. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's that's to me they're starting over. Oh, well, kind of starting over. I think they liked. I think they liked who they have. But I think they're kind of letting go of the arms that still showed a lot of potential. Soroka, Ian right. Anderson, Kyle Wright. I mean, holy shit. Yep. So to me, I think it would just make sense for them to get somebody like Dylan Cease because he's young enough where somebody like Eduardo Rodriguez is kind of older. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. That's true. And uh, then there were also the rum- rumblings about uh, the Blue Jays shopping uh, Bo Bichette. 
No, uh, I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, the GM what? shot that down. Yeah, yeah, there are rumblings that uh, I think I had read that Vlad and Bo Bichette were uh, were dangled out as trade bait. What? But then, but then the GM of the uh, the Blue Jays shot down the Bichette rumors, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank God. I hope that is true. Yeah. Because that would be so shitty. Because it mm-hmm. wouldn't make any sense because you made the playoffs last season. Mm-hmm. You have something to build off of. Yeah, Vlad didn't have the best year, but Bichette had like an MVP type of season. Yep. The pieces are there. You just have to work on more of your pitching. It can't be led by Gosman. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Blue Jays GM basically said there's nothing to that speculation. Nothing's going Good. on. These these guys aren't going anywhere. So. Yeah. I don't even want to give it any more airtime mm-hmm. just because i think it's such nonsense oh yeah yeah why would you trade it away does. stars like that? that's quit yeah. being a toronto fan if, if i was oh, a toronto yeah. blue jays fan and, and they did, did some shit like that fuck mm-hmm. you guys yeah yeah what are you pulling the pirates get the hell right out what are you pulling the expos like <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. Oh, selling man. the team like what's oh, going on geez. yeah but so, well, okay now going back to the juan soto thing real quick right. would out of those three and i think i've asked you this question before mm-hmm. would you trade Soto, Machado, or Tatis. Which one of those do you what do you think they're right making the right move with Soto out of those three? See, I'd go with Machado because he's a little bit too. older. You know? I would too. Yeah. But his contract is so extravagant, though. I think I that uh I don't think it, they'd have to pay for some of it. I would say they have to bite the bullet on it to uh you know, Soto is the easiest to expend because he's you know, they're not paying him big bucks. He hasn't really gotten the big contract yet. So Yeah. You know, but as far as the future, Tatis has shown he's back. He's not he didn't hardly miss a step coming back last year. And Soto figured it out uh after a shaky start to the season. But yeah, Machado, I would say he he'd be the one that I would let go of if I was given the option between the three. And if his like you said, if his contract was movable. Right. Exactly. Which, which is pretty hard, but yeah, well, God, Steve. I mean, you kind of blew me away with with that uh, potential rumor. Do you have any more rumors? <laughs> no, no. There? I mean, I I've just got the CBS page open, going through. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> you like, already I talked the about CBS page. Yeah, you talked about you know the Reds Inc. and Pagan. We already you know talked. Yeah, the only yeah. other thing left on there was the uh, uh, yeah Jay's GM bats down Bichette rumors. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in the infancy of the free agency right now because you see a lot of minor league people being signed. I, I saw Ryan Velotti for mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh ended up signing with Detroit. And you've seen some of these lower lower guys get signed, which which right. makes a lot of sense before the bigger guys. But it, it's gonna be an interesting offseason for sure. But mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are waiting where Otani lands. And sure. I would say at this point, because Judge, it was kind of obvious he was going to sign with the Yankees. I think right. there was a lot of reports last year that the Giants were heavy hitters in this. And you you had some people coming out of the wood, woodwork, maybe the Cubs, maybe this, maybe that. But I think everybody just knew just the commitment the Yankees yep. were going to get going to mm-hmm. give him. So that wasn't as big of a surprise. But Otani <laughs> has been very quiet. There has been yeah. he could go. From the Giants, he could go to the Dodgers, he could stay with the Angels, he could go all the way to Texas, the Cubs, Uh, New York. I mean, it's just when I guess what I'm saying is or building up to the question, I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. does Otani signing anywhere really change anything in baseball? Does it kind of change the landscape or to you, is this just wherever he signs, it ain't going to matter for for the landscape of baseball? That's a good question. Um. No, I mean, if he goes to a smaller team, you know, like mm. if I see if he goes to the, you know, the the heavy hitters, the Dodgers, the Yankees, what you know, those big markets like, all right, well, they got another big free agent. But I could see if he went to a team like Texas, I mean, uh, you know, Texas is a bigger market, but like a smaller market uh, thing or even like my dark horse. I think I talked about he'd be great in Seattle. If you did something like that, I think that could change the landscape of the uh, the game. But if he chooses to either stay with the angels or go with a heavy, you know, a heavy market team, I don't think that really changed the landscape at all. Yeah. It's, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would say a non-sexy move, which we can get in this into our, our predictions, but uh, there's like those non-sexy moves where you're right. like, Ooh, like if he were to go with the Yankees, which the Yankees came out and said, they are not going for him. Or wow. if he were to go to the Dodgers, to me, that's not sexy. It's like, Oh, no. okay. Like, oh, Dodgers inked another one, huh? Right, but but you mentioning if he went to Seattle, I totally agree. That would be a move that would kind of rock. It would kind of tilt things on its head because suddenly 
you would have somebody the, the Seattle would be kind of the favorites now, even though so, yeah. the Rangers are just coming off a World Series championship. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of I would say that part would rock the landscape. But if he were to Correct. sign with a bigger market team, even the Mets, I wouldn't consider that a landscape change. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. that that's always interesting to me. You know, um, and speaking of the Mets. Uh, the reason why I added this to the runtown because I kind of wanted to explain. Mm-hmm. I, I found a lot of signs within okay. the league this year, uh, mm-hmm. and we talked about one at the beginning of the show, and that's the the Minnesota Twins dumping a lot of these pitchers, yeah. letting these pitchers walk, yep. which I don't think. To me, it makes me feel that they're trusting their young guns more and they're going to roll with their prospects. And it also makes me think that they are giving little chance to anyone else in the AL Central right now because that's, exactly that's just such it. a weak division that they can let some of their higher uh, contracts walk and still think they got a good shot for the division, yeah. which I don't blame them on, you know, yeah. because they do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're, I think that you hit it on the head there. And another sign that we've seen are the Mets. So the Mets, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a low, low news week for that, but it was, it was right. kind of buried with some of the free agent talk and where Otani is going to go. But the Mets hire ex Bloomberg CEO, Scott Havens to lead wow. their business operations. Now, now on the outside, that doesn't look like a big deal, but if you mm-hmm. really understand Scott Havens, I mean, the former CEO of Bloomberg, this guy isn't a sports guy. He is a numbers guy. He is a business guy. And Ooh, I kind of okay. see this move kind of what the Detroit Lions did when they signed Rod Wood to be their president. They just said, we're done with these football guys. We don't want these John Lynch hires of being, you know, former players becoming presidents. No, we want guys who know the dollars and cents, what makes sense. And I think what the Mets did what this move, going back to my, my hints here of secrets, I think the Mets are going to be shedding payroll more and more. I think they want to get smarter in their business operations. So I don't see them. I think this was a sign. This hire was a sign that they're not going to be diving in. I could be completely wrong here. No, I think you're right on based on like what we talked about, what Scherzer said when he got traded. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we're, we're basically putting up the white flag here and saying, we're not going to compete here at least uh, for the coming year. Right. Um, and, and regroup and try again here in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and with their signing of Carlos Mendoza, which is a low risk kind of guy, mm-hmm. I think he he might be able to, to kind of steer. It's like the Ron Garden hire right here. You're going right. to be steering the ship of losers, yep. low cost losers. <laughs> yeah. We need someone to, 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 to yeah, to, to, to keep the ship afloat, so to speak, while we uh, go through these uh, rough waters. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it makes so much sense because with the new ownership, they're probably looking at, we're looking like, man, we spent so much fucking money and we are not getting a return on it. So they're okay letting certain people walk. I mean, they were probably happy as pigs and shit when they let go of, when they let, when they traded Verlander and Max Scherzer and some of these guys. And just this, this signing of Scott Havens, the ex CEO of Bloomberg, I think that indicates definitely a dollars and cents thing. Let's be smarter with our money here. Mm-hmm. And with the Mendoza hiring and everything you just said, I, it is, it's, it, it's very, it's very, let's get the ship on track. Let's get it yep. right on track and then figure out what we're going to do after that. Let's get into mm-hmm. a position where we kind of balance the budget a little bit. And then yep. once it's time to win, then we can start we'll spending again, yep. but we're not going to go as nuts as we did the last three years. Right. Right. Yeah. They're basically trying to tear the house down to the studs, so to speak, and then yeah. build it back up the way they want it. So, yeah. And you feel bad for people like Carlos Mendoza, because I <laughs> think that, like I just said, that's a, that's a garden hire. Mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's we're here just to steer the ship of yep. the bad until we want to get good again then we're going to bring up dump you <laughs> right for some hot new yep. manager so that to me was it was a very interesting hire i have to mm-hmm. say it was mm-hmm. a very very interesting hire and you know I, I looking at that i think you can almost count the Mets out of doing anything huge. Now I could be completely wrong on this <laughs> because if they did get Otani or Bellinger or some mm-hmm. big name, 
I mean, it's not to say they can't have a big name, but I think spending over a hundred million on anybody at this point is not what they want to do. No, and unless, you know, if you're going to get that money, give it to Pete Alonso, right? And that's what makes me wonder if they're even going to hang on to Pete Alonso because yeah. there was talks that they were looking to trade him. Mm-hmm. The Brewers were very interested. I don't know if that's still going to happen or not, but I'm sure once the winter meetings kind of get in balls deep into that, I'm sure <laughs> there'll be more talks about it. But you have to wonder is. Is Pete Alonso going to be a Met? I mean, he makes the most sense to be a Met, mm-hmm. but like you said with Juan, or like you said with Manny Machado, they have a hard contract to move, and that's with Lindor. Like, obviously, oh. they would probably rather get rid of Lindor, but nobody's going to want that contract. Yep, agreed, agreed. So, so yeah. yeah, they're kind of stuck with them. Well, I guess we got to build around this guy because well, we got to pay him anyway. So, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Man. Yeah, man. So yeah, no, that make that makes total sense to me. I can I can I can see you know, a rough outline of what the Mets are trying to do here. So yeah, and and with that, it's kind of the basis of our show. We are talking we top free agent predictions. Oof. Now okay. we didn't sit here and throw all the free agents on here because that would lie. be long, and I'm not going <laughs> to sit here for we're not going to sit here for a three four hour show <laughs> and wondering where. Where Daz Cameron might end up, which yeah. I think he ended up going to Baltimore or some shit. But, uh, oh man, right? Daz but it's Cameron. just, yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's, uh, it's want, not, we don't want to hear about that. But I want to know where Jamer Candelario is going to end up, right? Right. Well, I was, when I was putting together the list, I saw him as being one of the top third base. I'm like, you really, <laughs> you know, it's a bad market if he's yeah. the top third base, one of the top third basemen. Oh man. I mean, who's going to want that guy? I just, I don't know, especially mm-hmm. for the money. And I guess he wants a lot of money. Fuck this guy. A lot of money me? for what? Right. Not get on base. <laughs> right. You didn't do anything, bro. Like, yeah. come back to me later. Yeah. Exactly. When you start hitting better. So, yeah. yeah, man, we're we're in it. We're we're balls deep in it right now. And yep. we are starting off kind of, we can go tit for tat here, Steve. You, okay. we'll do, we're going to do it by position like we did last year. Yep. yep. Catcher all the way to pitcher. And okay. Uh, so if you want to kick it off, our top sure. two free agents of the catching uh, position this year is pretty thin, pretty thin. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a little little thin here right now, aren't we? Yeah, very thin. Steve, no. kick off. Who are the thin <laughs> catchers? You know it's bad when you see these two names. But um, who, where where do you see uh, foresee them going? And you know it's bad when you got Bitch Garver here. Yeah, old Bitch <laughs> good old, Garver. Good old Bitch Garver. Uh, so uh, Mitch Garver is, uh, 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 I guess, one of the top catching free agents. And I see him. I'm going to go AL Center. I'm going with him going to the Guardians. I, I, I can see Smart. a fit there there with Cleveland. Um, you know, they, they obviously need some help in a lot of positions. Um, but I can see him going to Cleveland. And then the other one we have is uh, Gary Sanchez. Good old Scary Gary. Well, um I feel like he found his footing in San Diego. So I, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I know San Diego is probably trying to shed some payroll, but I think they can get him probably for a reasonable price. I have him re-signing with the Padres. Very smart. Uh, I, I can see a lot of that, too. I mean, you and I, uh, I didn't see what one day we got to go back and see how right we were on some of these. I know yeah, one year we, yeah. we completely we bombed yeah. <laughs> one year. I forgot what year it was, but then there was one year where we were actually we were we were right, uh, I, I yep. think we ended up having a tracker. Remember, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. We did that. Uh, I think you kept tallies or something. You put it down each time that we got one right. You'd uh, you put it on the next show or something like that. Yeah. And as a recap, here's our score so far. So I might I might bring that back, but I, if I remember right, you won last year by one, I think and it was, it was very close. Yeah, right. I think it was like the Adam Frazier one. <laughs> I think you had the Adam Frazier call right, and yeah. then that is what broke you loose. But anyways, uh, Mitch Garver, I see him going to the Astros just because okay. I just don't think Yanier Diaz. I mean, mm. he's not a bad catching guy, and I think they liked what he ended up doing last year. I mean, 23 home runs. I think they were very happy with what he did, but he kind of still needs a backup. Right. And I just don't think Cesar Sal- Salazar is it. Uh, I remember they had Melodano Mel- at one time, mm-hmm. but I don't know if Diaz can replicate what he did last year. So it, it, with that said, you could pull in Mitch Garver. This guy can play DH uh, on the days that Jordan Alvarez is either working in the field or taking a day off or one of your other players. And it brings another bat to your lineup. And this guy is kind of like a Mike Napoli kind of bat for you. So party at Napoli's <laughs> party at Napoli's baby. So Mitch Garver going to the Astros for me and the Gary Car- Gary Sanchez, same thing with like Steve said, Padres just make the sense. I mean, this is the first team since the Yankees that he's actually done well in yeah. at 
four. <laughs> and there's nobody there really that are as good. I don't think Aaron, I don't think uh, Austin Nola is there anymore. You have Luis Campusano, Campusano who's who? No, exactly. I, I don't think he's the guy. And Gary Sanchez so, showed a lot of promise this year mm-hmm. for them. So I see the Dodgers, or I'm sorry, the Padres going with Gary Sanchez for yeah. this year. First base. Space, baby. Uh, one we wow, got we, one candidate say we really got a, a a heavy field here at first base uh so we got one candidate that's reese hoskins and i'm gonna uh you know the twins have shed a lot of pitching but one glaring need we saw last year on the twins was first base right. and so i'm gonna go with reese hoskins to the minnesota twins i feel like he could uh he'd fit in there well mm-hmm. and he could give that first base boost that they desperately need uh right now so Hoskins to the Twins. Dude, it makes sense. I think he would be a great backup plan for them if mm-hmm. if they feel like nobody else it could, you know what I mean, if they don't. Because essentially, Jose Miranda might have been the guy. Oh. Uh, there was talks that they were thinking about moving some of the guys within the team around, but mm-hmm. I know Reese Hoskins would make a lot of sense. I had Reese Hoskins going to the Brewers, and he's Ooh, kind of an insurance okay just in case uh, Pete Alonso doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And they do. They kind of need a big sec. Now, Reese Hoskins is coming off an injury. He's a little bit older, so you don't know what you're getting. And yeah, right. I know that they traded for Jake Bowers, and he's kind of locked in at their first base, and Owen Miller's there too. But Owen Miller's not an everyday player, and mm-hmm. Jake Bowers kind of disappeared a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't... It's not like he's this bad player. I remember I remember that the times he has played, he he's shown he could, he could do very well, but last year, two Oh two average 12 home runs, 30 ribs. That's, that's not a starting (laughs) guy to me. And he plays some outfield, which I think is his better position. But uh, I think Reese Hoskins would look good in Milwaukee's uh, playing for Milwaukee. And he just feels like a Milwaukee guy. So Mm -hmm. Reese Hoskins first base, Steve, who do you got? On second base, we have three guys. Hey, we got three on this one, huh? Okay. Yep. Uh, so let's kick it off with uh, Whit Merrifield. Uh, I, I see Whit Merrifield having a reunion with the AL Central, and I see him going to the Chicago White Sox. Mm. I feel like he'd be a, a a good fit there. You know, he's getting getting uh, up there. You know, I think the White Sox could get him for fairly inexpensive. Wouldn't have to pay too much. And uh, he knows the AL Central well, so mm. I think that'd be a good fit for him. Uh, Adam Frazier. I'm gonna go with uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers for him. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know. You know, it's just uh, it just came to me. So I'm I'm feeling uh feeling the Brewers. I feel like he'd be a good fit there. And then Jung Hu Lee, uh, is one of those Japanese uh, Japanese players that are uh, are potentially coming over. I see him. Uh, you know, I think we talked about it before. You we know, did. Talk yeah. Off show. Uh, the the Tigers. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Tigers. I feel like. Um, and you had mentioned it when we were texting together. The Kenta Maeda signing uh, mm. could potentially open the door to maybe bring in, in some other Japanese players for the Tigers. So I'm going to go Jung Hu Lee to the Tigers. Yeah, I, I kind of like what you did there. Um, I'm actually going to start with Jung Hu Lee and myself just to kind of go off of the yeah. talk that you were talking yeah. about. I, I am also thinking that he will get signed by the Tigers just because I, I read that report that they, they were interested in him and they were talking early on, but he he's not really going to be available until he gets released by the KBO. And I don't know, I think it's the beginning of December or so. So okay. that's when he can officially talk, talk and, and we can talk contracts, but it just would make sense for Jung Huli to come to the Tigers because that would show that they're serious about the mm-hmm. international market. Yep. And which is something they haven't been really in right. years past. Yeah, exactly. And, and the signing of Kenta Maeda, uh, that could help somebody like Yamamoto come or I- I- Imanaga come mm-hmm. as well. I don't know if they're going to be serious players in that, but I think Jung Hoo Lee fits a need. This guy can play up. He's a great up the middle guy. I mean, he can play second base. He can play center field. He's fast. He he can hit. I mean, this guy is kind of like a Korean Lindor. So. Nice. Yeah, so uh, I think that he would make a lot of sense in, in Detroit. And also, kind of working backwards here, Adam Frazier, you had him going to the Brewers. I have him going to the Red Sox okay. just because I think it's a need for them. I don't think they really have a second baseman that they're excited about. Right now, they have Emmanuel uh, uh, Valdez, I think his name is. And he's not bad, but not great. I mean, they have some guys coming up in the prospect pool, but nobody that would could really solidify that second base spot. And one thing we found out 
out about Adam Frazier. Everywhere he's been, he has been kind of a good leader in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And as the season goes, he starts hitting better. And he kind of reminds me of of a Brian Roberts. Remember old Brian Roberts from Ooh, yeah. the Orioles days? Yep, yeah, yep, I do. He kind of reminds me of him. Not as good of a glove as Roberts, of course, but I think Adam Frazier, he still has a lot of juice left in his game, and and he's a guy that should be considered uh, for the Red Sox, definitely. Low risk, high reward kind of signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second base for Whit Merrifield. I like Whit Merrifield, man. I uh, technically, I kind of want to see him in Detroit just because oh, that'd be dope. he's a Detroit killer and he fucking hits amazing in Comerica Park. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's really good. He's 34 years old, but I don't think that's that old when you consider everything he can still do and everything he right. has done. I mean, last year alone, I thought he was such a bright spot for the Blue Jays. 272 average, 11 home runs, 67 ribs, which was really good, but OPS of 700. I thought he was actually pretty decent last year and kind of carried Blue Jays in some games. But I see him signing with the Blue Jays again just because I don't think sure. the Blue Jays trust Schneider at second base or just don't trust the whole unit. I think mm-hmm. they need... Springer to start stepping up more, Varsho, some of these signings, right? But I think Whit Merrifield, you know what you get with Merrifield. Right. And he has always been good against against American League teams. And I think True. this is a guy that you need immediately in your lineup. So I think he goes back to the Blue Jays, Whit Merrifield. Solid. I like that. Uh, let's let's move on to a uh, shortstop here. Shortstops. Um, so we got two. <laughs> thin, not good. not yeah. a great class, a very thin class. <laughs> yeah. Uh Tim Anderson. He's obviously the cream of the crop for shortstops right now. Uh, you know, we know what he did uh in, in Chicago. Great career uh, with the White Sox. So I have him trading in his white socks for some red socks mm. and see him going to Boston. Uh mm. I I I, I for some reason, just can can see this, uh, you know, sticking with the American League, just moving from the Central to the East. I feel like yeah. it'd be a great fit there in Boston. Uh, second is Ahmed Rosario, uh, who finished out the season with the Dodgers last year, split time between Cleveland and uh, the Dodgers. I see him going to the Marlins. Um, you know, Marlins are are up and up playoff appearance. I, I can see them continuing to build. Could uh, you know, could use someone. Uh, you know, more people that can get on base, you can steal steal bases, uh, you know, drive in the the occasional run, just a really good uh top of the order type guy. So uh I see uh Med Rosario going to the Marlins. Mm. You know, I like Tim Anderson still. I don't understand mm. the hate. I understand he had a kind of a rough year, uh, but right. he's not an old guy by any yeah. standards. The guy's like 30 years old or so. I mean, he's He's a guy that can still has a lot of ball left in him. I mean, at one time, not last year, but the year before and before the the years before that, he was the White Sox only guy, right? Mm -hmm. And suddenly it's just they all turned on him. So, and I understand he just didn't have a good year, got in fights in the clubhouse, (laughs) but I think that's because he's just a competitive guy. So I kind of went out on a limb here, and I think you're probably going to be more right than I'm going to be right, just because your fit with him at the Red Sox makes a hell of a lot more sense. But I'm going to take a swing here because I think I would just assume Tim Anderson's going to want to do something different. And I can see Tim Anderson going to the Giants. Now, I know that's kind of off the wall, but the Giants and you kind of look, where does he fit? Right. They have Marco Luisiano, who is a stud prospect last year. He's their young gun. He's going to be the Tovar of of the Giants. He's going to be the Gunnar Henderson of the Giants. And I understand that. And so, but he can play second, he can play third. And then you're like, well, okay. So if you move Tim Anderson to short, where would Luciano play? It's like, okay, second, but they have their Estrada. And then you could say, well, third JD Davis. It's like, I understand that, but I do feel that there is a position here. They need deep more bats. Mm-hmm. They one thing that is frustrating about the Giants that frustrates frustrates me about the Tigers is they're just so inconsistent with their bats. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Mike Ustremski is hitting out of out of the park, uh, just hitting out of this world one year, and then the next year he's just not hitting as great. He's mm-hmm. a very spotty hitter sometimes. So I just see Tim Anderson throwing some consistency. I think Tim Anderson is a hard worker. I think he's going to get back to the way he was. And what better place than the West Coast? So mm. it just makes a lot of sense to me for the most part, even though he's a, like a down south kind of guy. But I think yours is a little bit more on. But another thing, too, uh, I have Ahmed Rosario. So yep. Ahmed Rosario, I have going to the Rays, uh, to, uh, to the Devil Rays. And that's because 
we know that Wander Frankel is probably not going to suit up next year and they're going to look <laughs> for ever. or ever. So they're going to look for a shortstop to replace him. To be honest, both of these shortstops could could be interchangeable. I can have mm-hmm. Tim Richardson go to the Rays or I can have Ahmed Rosario go to the Giants. It, mm-hmm. it, it works the same thing. I think they both fit in those lineups. But I think Ahmed Rosario is kind of like a Willie Adamas, right? He's mm-hmm. I think he's waiting for that his his bat to catch up to everything else. And I I think there is a lot of potential with Ahmed Rosario. I really like Ahmed Rosario. I think the Indians probably gave or I'm sorry, the Guardians gave up kind mm-hmm. of early on him. So uh but I, I think the Rays they need a shortstop and I in this thin shortstop market, Rosario makes the most sense. Buckle up. That's all I'm gonna say. See what, see what happens there. Uh now we're gonna get to one of our, our deepest positions uh yes. the offseason. That's the outfield. Yeah. So we're gonna rattle off quite the uh quite quite the amount of people here. Starting off with our hottest outfield uh free agent, that'd be Cody Bellinger. Yeah. And uh call me crazy. I'm going with Cody resigns with the Cubs. I mean, he you know had a career resurgence here with the Cubs. Seemed like he felt fit really uh really good with the uh oh shoot did we put third base yeah we did but you know what let's actually yeah let's let's, let's go to uh, third base real yeah. quick not a big deal because i was looking at that too i'm like did we like did we yeah we third base so <laughs> guys third base is so fucking slim <laughs> that, <laughs> that we, we skipped, skipped over, over it, it because it looked like another option so steve Go yes. ahead and give your one third base for oh, man. Uh, Matt Chapman is the guy. Matt Chapman's uh, the guy, and where's he gonna go? Yeah. Um I have Matt Chapman uh going back out back out west, and he's gonna join the uh National League uh champions, uh our runners up from uh, this past season. I'm having to go with the Diamondbacks. Makes sense. Uh, I, I I feel like he'd be a good fit on that team. Um and it just, I, it, it just seems like something where you look and it just, it just fits. So give me Matt Chapman to the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense too. Just because I don't think Evan Longoria is going to be much longer there, much longer there. The so corpse of Longoria, right? The corpse of Longoria. <laughs> so that makes sense for me. Real quick, it's the Yankees. I think they're going to miss out on the people they want, uh, and. I think Chapman just fits with the Yankees. I think Donaldson was a good fit, but he got older. Now it's Matt Chapman who's going to fill in for the Donaldson role. So Matt Chapman, for me, I think he's going to the Yankees. Love it. And now back to our regularly scheduled uh, free agents. <laughs> I'm the keeping outfit. this in there. I like, that. I like that. Back to our regularly scheduled free agents. Uh, so going back to the outfielders here, because we yep. have a lot of them. Uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, I, I I think he re-signs with the Cubs. Makes sense. He had a great season with the Cubs last year. Fit in well at the city. Fit in well with the organization. I, I see them uh, them paying up and getting uh, Cody Bellinger. Just seems like the right fit. Uh, Lords Guriel Jr. Mm. You know what? He he seems like a Yankee to me. I know the Yankees are in talks to get Soto, um, but I, I just I, I feel like this would be a good backup plan in case the Soto thing doesn't work out because you know the Padres are going to be asking a lot. So I'm having Lords Guriel Jr. go to the Yankees. Teoscar Hernandez. He feels like a brave to me. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like he's, he'd just be a good okay. fit there with the Braves. So give me Teoscar Hernandez heading to Atlanta to join the, the, uh, the Brave squad to make them better. Uh, Jock Peterson. I feel like this guy is always on. Is he like the king of one year contracts? He must but, be. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Jack Peterson, I'm having him go to the Marlins. Uh, I feel like he he's he'd be a, a good fit. Why not? He's played on a whole lot of other teams. So uh, <laughs> you know, put, put him put him on the Marlins. Eddie Rosario, Eddie Rosario, I'm having him go to uh, Cleveland and join the Guardians. Yeah, I like um, I, I I just he he seems like he'd be a great fit there in uh in in Cleveland. And Joey Gallo, I have him join the Japanese. Ba- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joey Gallo, I actually have him uh, joining the San Francisco Giants, uh, taking his uh, taking his king of K's to uh, to the uh, the 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 West Coast there and joining the Giants. Yeah, I think you and I kind of have uh, the same teams in the mix, maybe just different players that they that they signed. But you and I understand like, okay, the need there are needs everywhere. Right. So uh, you and I both have Cody Bellinger going to the Cubs. Now, I I originally didn't have him going to the Cubs. I was thinking the Giants, but. I'll talk about why, but I, I think essentially the Cubs had something special this year, mm-hmm. and that is what made them let go of David Ross and Absolutely. sign Craig Council. So right. 
I don't think you want to mess with that unless you're going all in on Otani or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly think Cody Bellinger is they got to stick with the chemistry. I think he works there. I think his bat fits Wrigley. I know he's a West Coast guy and everybody thinks he's going to go out West, but back to out West. But I think that would be instrumentally wrong for him to right. do. I think he should, I think he should stick with the Cubs and I think the Cubs are where he's going to go. Now, Lords Goriel Jr., I think the Braves want another Rosario without getting Rosario. They want somebody mm-hmm. with a little more upside at this point in their career. And the the, the Braves seemed about the best fit for me. Okay. I, I think Lords Goriel, Goriel Jr. just fits the Braves. I think they need that extra bat in the outfield. I mean, right now they have Acuna and Michael Harris, right? Well, who's on yeah. the other side of them and left? Nobody really great. Do you have Von Grissom? You have Forrest Wall, Marcelo Zuna potentially. Yeah. Right. But I but I think they like DHing Ozuna instead of him playing the field. So cool. to me, that just screams they need an outfielder's outfielder, and that's Lords Guriel Jr. So for me, I think I, I think he's gonna go to the Braves now. For Tiasca Hernandez, a very similar profile to Guriel Jr. Mm. I think Tiasca Hernandez is gonna go with Seattle. It just fits. Okay. I think he fits. The, you got Jared Kalenic. You got uh, Julio Rodriguez. And then you have, it's kind of a hodgepodge. You got Dylan Moore. You got Taylor Trammell. You got some of those guys in left field. But I think they want somebody that they can put out there permanently and then have Dylan yeah. Moore do what Dylan Moore does best and and just, you know, be the the Swiss Army knife, the utility right. player. So Tiasker Hernandez is going to the Mariners. Jack Peterson, yeah, like Steve said, king of one-year deals. And I think that is smart because it gives you an option to choose where you want if you play very well. Right. And we've seen him out west. We've seen him down south. We've seen him up in the Midwest. Where has Jack Peterson not been? Hasn't been to the East Coast. So he seems like a Yankees to me, a Yankee guy to me. He kind of has that Nick Swisher late career kind of feel to him. So Jack Peterson, I think, is going to be suiting up in the pinstripes for the Yankees. Eddie Rosario, boy, to me, I kind of like your Guardians one a little better, but I think the Marlins need bats because they're going to lose Jorge Soler. So Eddie Rosario goes to the Marlins. That just makes the most sense to me. And then last but not least, the strikeout king, Joey Gallo. (laughs) Where could you go? You could go to the Orioles. You can go to the Yankees. You can go to the Marlins. I'm going to have him go to Boston. Okay. I think it makes the most sense. I think they miss uh they miss his power they miss a power bat that they haven't had really yeah. since JD Martinez. Yeah. So Joey Gallo for me, even though he's gonna strike out a lot, I think this is a guy that the Red Sox kind of like a Sean Casey kind of signing late career. So uh Joey Gallo for me is going to go to the Red Sox. Solid. The big right. one's coming up, Steve. The big Here one. Go. Holy the shit. DH. The DH. The big one. Well, I think the biggest DH is Mike Ford, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Good old, good old Mike, right? Great last name. No, yeah. we're going to kick it off with the one and only uh, Shohei Otani. Wow, Steve. So, yeah, drum roll. I have uh, Shohei Otani going to the Dodgers. Wow. Wow. I, I, I feel like the Dodgers didn't do much offseason last year just to try and save off the payroll to make a run at Otani this year. So I have him joining the Dodgers there with Freddie and Mookie and and, and the the whole bunch, and they'll catapult themselves. I mean, they're going to go to the playoffs regardless, but this will give them a really high World Series probability. So give me Otani to the Dodgers. Yeah. Now the rest. Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, man. That's a good yeah one. thanks. Uh, J.D. Martinez is next on the list. And uh, uh, call me a homer. I have him coming back to Detroit. I was surprised to see that. I was yeah. really surprised to see that. Yeah, I have him uh, reuniting with the with the Tigers here. I mm. doubt it's going to happen. Right. It'd be cool if it did. But uh, I have him going back to the Tigers um, because, well, you know, they, they're 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 they DH. need bats. They yeah. need bats. Yeah, the corpse of Cabrera is no longer the yeah. DH, so they need bats. And JD can has proven uh, he can still swing the bat. So yeah. uh, Martinez to the Tigers, Jorge Soler. I have him going to the Giants. I don't hate that. Um, yeah, I feel like this. This just it, it feels good here. And uh, Mike Ford, no relation. <laughs> He's going to the Red Sox. All right, I like that pick. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's uh, that's that's my DHs. How about you? <laughs> so Larry just feels good there. Just feels good there. Steve's feels going off there. feel. Steve's going <laughs> off feel. I'm going, I'm going off feel. It's like uh, when the people uh, 
do the uh, NCAA tournament brackets. I like the color of your jersey, so I'm going to pick you to win. Yeah, he's going off feel. And here's me. I do this every year because I, I think Steve's done that in the past where he'll go off feel and then yeah. he'll end up winning it. And then after I put all this work in trying to research. <laughs> this one feels right. All right. Nothing. Uh, yeah. my, my big Shohei Otani get, and we've hinted so many different teams in the past, mm-hmm. and I, I think the Dodgers have been a big one there. I just, that payroll is ridiculous that would put so much pressure on the Dodgers (laughs) and and especially if you put all your money there and then you don't really get much of a pitching staff I don't know Mm. but it it could definitely work mine is I'm just going to go up north a little bit and say the Giants Okay. Yeah, right. I hey, and the the Tokyo's got their Giants. Um, <laughs> hey, there we go. Uh, San Francisco has their Giants, and I think Shohei just fits in that lineup. The only thing right. that's a really big question mark for me is is their pitching. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like what Kyle Harrison taking the next step. Alex Cobb has been decent. Logan Webb, mm-hmm. boy, the back half of that lineup's pretty pretty interesting though. Uh, <laughs> the D Scalafani, the Ross Sterling. You're gonna have to do something. I know they have guys coming up which is really good, but I actually don't mind their pen, their bullpen at all. But I think with the emergences of people in the lineup, like Patrick Bailey and, and JD Davis, and obviously Luciano, I I, I think that's great. That's really great, but um, they need pitching. And that would be the only reason why I think Otani turns him down because you know, he's not going to want to go anywhere. He doesn't, doesn't think they can win. It's not right. just about the money. I mean, the money's good, but it means nothing right. if you can win. Exactly. And this he guy wants to win really bad. Right. He wants to win really bad, just like any player in the in his position in that kind of position. So I I don't see him going East Coast. I just mm-hmm. I feel like he's more comfortable West Coast. The uh, the three teams, the Angels, the Dodgers, and the Giants, make the most sense. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say Dodgers because, I mean, who are you gonna? Put at DH other than him, Wilmer Flores. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, <laughs> Chaniger, not nah, eh. so. Good old uh, Chaniger. Huh? Shohei just seems the most sense, and the Giants got money to spend. I think they've been waiting for this moment. So, mm. uh, me, the JD Martinez sweepstakes. Uh, the oh, Tigers yeah, big sweepstakes here, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I would love to see him in with the Tigers, but I think he's going to go to the Mets. Low cost, uh-huh. low risk, high reward kind of guy for the mm. Mets. They could flip him, trade deadline if need be. Right. So for me, he's a piece, but he's not a long term piece. But he just makes sense for the Mets because they need that other hitter, hitter mm-hmm. since losing Conforto. Uh, Jorge Soler, I am going to the Angels. Ooh. I think the Angels are going to play Moneyball and try to piece together what they're missing out on Otani, oh, and that starts with with. Uh, bat and Jorge Soler, you're going to need like two other people that do what Otani did. But I think you will feel good at least having a Jorge Soler as an angel as your DH. I think that just makes a lot of sense there. And Mike Ford, Mike Ford is just he looks good. He'll look good as a Red Sox, but I think he's also going to look good for the Minnesota Twins. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I think Mike Ford really kind of broke on the scene this year. Mm-hmm. He's not like this young, wet behind the years guy. He's kind of like a Mike Yastrzemski kind of later in life kind of guy, and right, maybe right. a Car- Matt Carpenter kind of guy. But uh, I think Mike Ford, he has ability to hit the deep ball. He could drive in a lot of runs. He's not an average guy, which obviously is apparent. But I think with the Twins, they don't have Gallo. They don't have some of these bigger hitters that they the power that they're missing out on so i think mike mm-hmm. ford fits the best there steve we got a shit yep. ton of pitchers to go through oh yeah we do got pitchers up the uh the wazoo here yeah. don't we you let's uh it. kick things off with the yoshinobu yeah yamamoto. yoshinobu yamamoto you know what i'm gonna go with feels on this <laughs> i think he he goes to boston he's a red sock uh, oh wow okay uh yeah i know uh, um yeah you know, uh, they they've had the Japanese pitchers in the past with Daisuke. Uh, you know, they 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 have a track record of of getting the international players. So I'm going to go with the Red Sox on this mm. one. Uh, Blake Snell, uh, I have him going to the Yankees. I mean, if the Smart. one thing, I mean, the Yankees got a lot, you know, some holes, but Garrett Cole can't do it alone. And we basically saw that the pitching staff was Garrett Cole and nobody else essentially on that staff. You know, occasionally with Severino, but. Uh, Garrett Cole needs some help, and I and I see the Yankees making a splash and getting a big name like Blake Snell. So I'm going Snell to the Yankees. Uh, Josh Hader, 
uh, one of the top relievers here on the offseason. I have him bolstering the Dodgers bullpen. I have him going to the Dodgers. Smart, smart. Uh, going from San Diego to Los Angeles. Uh, he knows the West Coast there, obviously, from being with the Padres. Uh, so I have him going to the Dodgers. Uh, Shota Aman. Good luck. Not, thank you. Imanaga. Thank you. Either way, he's going to the Cubs. Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have him. In, I have him in Chicago because uh, I, I feel like you know Chicago is going to continue to to bolster the staff. Um, you know they 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 could use a little bit of help with pitching. So I have him going to the Cubs. Um, Jordan Montgomery. I have him sticking around. I think he's going to have a, a Texas reunion and join the uh, the Rangers staff. Um, it just it you know. Pitching, we talked about what was the the kryptonite for the Rangers. They made it work during the postseason, but pitching right. seems like something they really need. And and Jordan Montgomery has a, a past with the with Texas, so uh, give me Montgomery to the Rangers. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, I'd like to just see him uh, go somewhere, not in the United States after we did the Tigers. But yep. I guess if he I'm has to that. go somewhere, uh, give him. Uh, he's used to the uh, East Coast. Uh, I'm having him go to Baltimore. Mm, uh, smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, they could use some help with their staff. So I'm having them sign with the Orioles and it would show the Orioles, uh, fans ownership, that ownership would pony up some money because, you know, we heard their owners talk about before, well, we can't afford all these young players right. unless we raise prices. So, uh, it'd be a good faith move by the ownership to, uh, sign a, a decent, uh, starting pitcher. So Rodriguez to the Orioles, Marcus Stroman. I'm having a reunion of sorts here with Stroman going back to Toronto. And joining the uh, the Blue Jays staff, uh, he knows the uh, the Blue Jays. I think he can really help the Blue Jays. So I'm going to have Stroman go back to Toronto and join the Blue Jays. And then Clayton Kershaw, I can't see him in any other right. jersey. Uh, I mean, you could talk Texas Rangers, but give me Kershaw going back to the Dodgers on another one year contract. I love I love all, all your picks. I mean, it makes the most sense. I mean, uh, Orioles have to get somebody. I mean, you and I haven't really talked about them too much in this in this free agency about them getting any big names. And right. Yeah. I mean, it just that seems like a, a, a good pick. And uh, Dodgers. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw. No big surprises. I'd say Yamamoto no. to the Red Sox, maybe. You know, but it would make sense because they're passed with, with Japanese pitchers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, for me, Yamamoto is going to the Yankees. So okay, so the Red Sox. I think Yankees. Yankees are making a hard push for a lot of free agents. They said they took their name out of the Otani running for the most part because I think mm-hmm. they are focused on Bellinger and they're focused mm-hmm. on Yamamoto. And Yamamoto is a big one for them, unless they're playing the long game to get Yamamoto and Otani, which would be fucking mind blowing. Yeah, that would but, be. I, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Yamamoto just, uh, he's going to want to go to a big market. His agents mm-hmm. are going to want him to go to a big market. He can get not only more money, but more exposure early on. Kind of, mm-hmm. they're going to follow the blueprint that Otani went through. I mean, Otani went to the Los Angeles Angels because it's in Los Angeles, it's the media right. mecca. So obviously yeah. he's going to get a lot of exposure, which he did. So Yamamoto going to the Yankees. Blake Snell, I have him going to the Cardinals. So I spoke Ooh, earlier in the show yeah. that the Cardinals are not done yet. They know that they're. They need a couple bats too, maybe a bat, but I know that their pitch, we know that their pitching is horrible and getting yeah. the guys you have are great. But like you were saying, they're just really bottom of the scrap pile kind of guys. I mean, mm-hmm. they are guys that can really give you quality innings, but in yeah. late in the season, are they going to do that? Mm-hmm. And when you're making a playoff push, who knows? Mm-hmm. So somebody like Blake Snell, a, a great left-handed pitcher that can come in, Cy Young winner could come in and transform that shitty rotation. So Blake <laughs> Snell going to the Cardinals. Josh Hader, I got going to the Rangers. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I I think they need to solidify. Uh, Chapman's not really their guy, I don't think, is being the closer. I think it's going to be somebody like a big name like Josh Hader. And I think Josh Hader would – because Josh Hader wants a World Series. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to chase a ring at this point, and I think mm-hmm. the Rangers will pay for it. Um Shockingly enough, I was actually battling between Shohei Otani going to the Rangers or the Giants mm. because I could see even the Rangers doubling down on the investments that they made <laughs> and getting another big bat. But God, that would put Man. them in San Diego Padres territory. Yeah. And then you'd have to blow the whole thing up in like in mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. So I just that's why I don't think it would work as good. But anyways, Josh Hader going to the Rangers. Uh, Shota uh, Imanaga. You said Imanaga. I'm just going to say Imanaga. <laughs> One of us is right. But he's going to go to the Mariners. Uh, I haven't really had them other than getting T. Oscar Hernandez in my predictions. 
They mm-hmm. need to get that pitching staff a little bit better. It's just not quite there yet, and it hasn't quite been there. I like some of their George Kirby's. I like some of their young guys, right? But they just need that next pitcher to get them up into that that upper echelon of teams, and I think Shota would be the guy. Jordan Montgomery, Cubs, makes sense. I don't think he's going back to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Rangers would make a lot of sense for them too, but I think when you have Max Scherzer there, I think that – he would probably want to be a frontline guy. And I think he could do that with the Cubs. I honestly think he could do that with the Cubs. Eduardo Rodriguez, I'm saying Dodgers just because yeah. that motherfucker would, of course, is going to do that. Yeah, he's, stick it to us one yep, more time. He's just going to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to go Dodgers then, but I'm going to go for them now. He's just, yeah. he, he comes across as a snake. And I think this mm-hmm. guy is a snake. And going to the Dodgers for a snake makes the most sense for me. Yep. Um, it puts him out in the limelight, it puts him yep. out. Uh, is sticking it to Detroit. I think mm-hmm. he's going to get the money he wants, and I don't think he's going to be a good pitcher. I think he's mm-hmm. going to get his money and then just not play as good. So right. I think that's what I think, and I think the Dodgers are the team because they they need to do something other than mm-hmm. signing Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> so uh, Marcus Stroman, I got that's my Orioles signing. Marcus okay. Stroman, just because it's the cheaper of anybody I can think of on this list. I think Marcus Stroman's the everybody's had him kind of player, right? <laughs> yeah, passed him so, around. Passed him around and. Angelos came, uh, their owner Angelos came out and said that he's a cheap bastard, basically. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Marcus Stroman's not going for Blake Snell. Marcus Stroman, or I'm sorry, uh, Angelos isn't going for Blake Snell. <laughs> they're, they're saying, ah, let's go down that list a little further, see what other names we got. He's not going to go for Yamamoto. He's not going for Josh Hader. He's not going for any of those guys. Montgomery would make a little bit of sense there, but I think he wants a little bit more money. Marcus Stroman fits perfectly. He's not going to come real expensive, and he's still a quality pitcher. So the Orioles make sense. Just remind when you talk about cheap owners, Charles Barkley one time when he was with the Sixers before they traded him, he was like, this is is how bad ownership was in Philadelphia. I went to ownership and said, we need to get Shaq. You know, they gave me Charles Shackelford. Oh, my God. That's a good one. (laughs) Charles Charles Shackelford. Shackelford. God damn. We need to get Shaq. And last but not least, rounding out our free agent prediction show, Clayton Kershaw out of the Dodgers, man. Uh, this mm. talk that he might go back to his hometown. He hasn't been there since he was a fucking kid, all right? Exactly. So, <laughs> what, to him, it's that's not as home as much anymore. It's mm-hmm. Los Angeles is where he's played. Los Angeles is where he's made his name. Yep. I think it would behoove them to, to still keep him. And I think it would not be in their best interest to let a guy who one day could have a statue outside your stadium walk just because just because money or because injuries i think he's going Mm -hmm. to retire a dodger and i think he's just going to keep playing these one-year deals so clayton kershaw a dodger man let's see that we'll see what Uh, happens right yeah Yeah. so we'll keep the tracker going again and we'll see who's gonna win it so we uh yeah man absolutely So that should be uh, head on over to Collection Corner. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, up for me this week is a Josh Hader. He's not up much, but he's up a dollar thirty-one or a twenty-eight point nine two percent increase to a market value of five dollars and eighty-two cents. Up cards include his twenty twenty tops heritage white border number eighty-seven short print number to fifty, and his two thousand seventeen tops update rookie card number US two oh nine. Uh, down for me this week is uh, Eddie Murray, sadly. Uh, down $5.66 or a 19.25% decrease to a market value of $23.74. Down cards include his 1981 Tops Kellogg's uh, Baseball uh, 3D card number 18 and his 2022 Donruss Classics Timeless Tributes number 84, and that is numbered to 100. Nice. Uh, Up for me is Yamamoto. So he has some Japanese cards up there. I mean, if anybody doesn't know, it's not just a domestic thing, baseball cards. They are international. So what I've noticed when a lot of Japanese players, Korean players come over to the United States to play, a lot of their Japanese cards go skyrocketing, especially if the player's good. So Mm -hmm. I remember Ichiro, one of his most famous cards was his his tops back in back in Japan. So mm. when he played for the MPB, so Yamamoto is the same way. He's up $27 and 48 cents. That's a 53.33% increase market price rates. Now sits around almost $80, 79. Wow. So $79 right now it's up. And 
it will come back to reality a little bit as the season goes, but get it while it's hot, man, because if you have them, keep them and just hold on to them because it's going to keep going, especially if he's good. His 22 Bowman MPB Chrome, his 2017 BBM Oryx Buffalo's rookie card, his 21 Tops Bowman MPB Silver are all up. Down for me, I kind of went out of left field here. I want to see how old Jason Kendall was doing. Deep pull. <laughs> very deep pull. I This is a very deep pull. I mean, I wanted to see how old Jason Kendall has been doing. And you know what? Hasn't been pretty, folks. <laughs> Hasn't been pretty. <laughs> He's down, surprisingly, $33.89. That's an 87.05% decrease. Market price, it's around $5.04, which Still, not wow. bad, right? Still up yeah. there a little bit. I mean, there's, I mean, you go into... Pittsburgh, you talk to anybody in Pennsylvania, and they still love Jason Kendall. So mm-hmm. uh, his 96 tops prospects gold, number 686, his 04 tops heritage, number 49, and his 04 Fleer inscribed, number 57, are all down. Wow. Okay. Jason Kendall. Jason wow. Kendall. Dust that name off. Hell yeah. Uh, shall we get the candles out and celebrate a birthday? Let's do it. All right. Well, it's a happy birthday to Yankees great and Hall of Famer Mariano Rivera, born on November the 29th, 1969. Uh, obviously, one of the greatest relievers of all time, 82 and 60 career win loss record, 2.21 ERA, 1,173 strikeouts, 652 saves, and a whip of one. That's right. Mm. One uh, spent his entire career with the New York Yankees, 1995-2013. He was a 13-time All-Star, five-time World Series champion, World Series MVP in '99, ALCS MVP in 2003, five-time AL Rollades Relief Award winner, three-time Delivery Man of the Year, AL Comeback Player of the Year in 2013, three-time MLB Saves Leader, MLB Record 652 saves. New York Yankees number. 42 is retired, and he's also a part of Monument Park for the Yankees. Inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2019 with 100% of the vote. And to piggyback off of that, to date, he is the only player ever to be inducted unanimously by Baseball Writers Association of America to the Hall of Fame. Think of all the great players of all time, and he's the only one right now that's gotten a unanimous vote. Yeah, I'll never understand the voting system just because... Mm -hmm. When people like Ken Griffey or Derek Jeter mm-hmm. don't get 100%, it's mind boggling. Hank Aaron. <laughs> Not even Willie Mays got 100%. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what? It, it makes exactly. no sense. But it's cool because at that time, I mean, who, how are you going to deny him? Right. Mm-hmm. So agreed. So yeah. Happy, happy birthday to Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Well, Steve, that's a fucking show. Whew. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. Sam, I mean, we're going to be balls deep into December by the time we. Yeah, we are. Winter meetings. Yeah. Next week. So we're going to be in December. We might hear Otani. I mean, God, we've been we've had breaking news happen after the show. Even we so. have sometimes like an hour after the show. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So don't be surprised if this comes out after Otani picks a team. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where this free agent's going. We're going to be tracking it as well as as well as other moves. I mean, the dominoes have kind of fell. You had all the managers sign with the teams that they're going to sign right. with. Now you're getting all the free agents going. The minor league players are starting to go where they're going to go and everything mm-hmm. starts taking form. It's so interesting how baseball right after world series, it's like the lead, the new yeah. year's formed, right? Yep. The new year yep. just starts forming fast for the next season. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Very interesting. So yep. um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Yes. Be a friend, tell a friend. We very much appreciate it, but you know, have a good weekend guys. And in the meantime, we will catch you guys all next week. Deuces. Deuces.